Welcome to Frontline Voices, a podcast by the Natural Resources Council of Maine. Every day, decisions are made across Maine that impact our environment, and Mainers play a crucial role as we speak up for climate action, the clear air, clear water, and open spaces that we all love. Come sit down with advocates and experts to discuss some of the most important stories that you need to know, what lies ahead, and hear what you can do about it. Thanks for listening as we share our view from the front lines. I'm your host, Colin Durant, and welcome to another episode of Frontline Voices. So Maine's spectacular outdoors are so central to our way of life here, and nowhere is that more evident than in the state's booming outdoor recreation economy. Outdoor recreation contributes uh, $3 billion to the economy, making up 3.3% of Maine's economy. That's more than double the national average in 2020. And there's just so much new stuff happening. It seems like every time I log on to Instagram, I'm like stoked to find another new Maine-based business that's popped up working in the out in the outdoor space. And so momentum is really building. Five years ago, a new trade group for the industry called Maine Outdoor Brands launched. Uh, that was followed by the creation of the state's first office of outdoor recreation. And then earlier this month, um, Mainers gathered for the first ever Maine Outdoor Economy Summit on Thompson's Point in Portland. So here to talk with me about that fantastic event and much more about the outdoor economy is Jenny Kordek, the Executive Director of Maine Outdoor Brands. Jenny, welcome to Frontline Voices. Thank you for having me. Happy to be Yeah, of course. We're psyched you're here. And so I just wanted to start with you introducing our listeners to Maine Outdoor Brands. What's your role within the outdoor industry here in Maine? Yeah, so um, Maine Outdoor Brands, we, we say MOB for short. Um, so we are an alliance of the outdoor product service retail companies in the state. So we have uh, over 150 members now, and we define it as uh, companies or organizations that are helping facilitate an outdoor experience in some way. So that includes the um, the folks making outdoor gear and equipment that you use outside, right? The product manufacturers in the state. It includes the guides and outfitters that are kind of directly leading trips outside, um, the organizations that are helping maintain um, and advocate for recreation access in the state of Maine, and um, and more. You know, we have some technology companies that are kind of more information based and adventure filmmakers and photographers as well. So it's, I think it's pretty, it's, it's a really uh, broad industry and mm. it's been really fun to just see the growth and see the collaboration and excitement um, that there, that there is for our outdoor rec economy and outdoor industry in the state of Maine. Yeah. Super exciting. And can, is there anything else you want to say just in terms of that snapshot of Maine's outdoor economy and that range, I mean, you just talked about the range of businesses operating here in Maine, but I don't know if there's anything else you want to add to give people that context about um, all, all the folks represented by MOB. Yeah, you know, I mean, you mentioned the economic stats, right? Like our economic impact in the state of Maine is double the national average. And I think just thinking about the resource that we have, the recreation resource, right? We have the coast, we have the mountains, and that in turn um, is helping inspire new outdoor products. It's where, you know, folks go to to test um, gear and equipment. It's the foundation for a lot of new ideas and innovations. And so, 
the the, the backdrop we have and the diversity of the of the recreation assets here all four seasons um, is also certainly playing a part so that's the that's the foundation and then just the, the incredible like people in the industry right the folks mm -hmm. that are choosing to to call Maine home um, that is yeah I think just coupled with the with the recreation resource it's a it's a pretty incredible mix of of people and businesses yeah very cool and like you said i mean it's no surprise given how amazing maine is it's got it's like got everything right it just continues every time i take a, a staycation trip or whatever you want to call it i just i'm like you find something new it's just amazing um well it's such a great group of businesses and i wanted to note i got to support one of those businesses last month when i hiked old spec and mahusik notch with a friend um, I made sure I brought along some delicious dehydrated meals that were handcrafted by the company Good To Go that is located here in Maine. This is better than I cook at home. There's no doubt. I was like, this is delicious. I'm just going to bring these here. I'm going to bring these home and eat them anyways. Yeah. Have them for lunch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is such a great company. Good To Go. They're down in Kittery. And it's a great example of, um, of you know, folks like spending time out outdoors and and looking at uh thinking of oh like we could create a better product here right that something that tastes better than what is currently on the market for um for dehydrated food yeah. um and jen schism is the uh founder and is also a a chef um oh nice no surprise so um incredibly delicious if you haven't yeah folks haven't had that would recommend yeah. Check them out. That was that's a great example. One of those businesses I'd like poke around and I'm like, whoa, this is made in Maine. That's so cool. Um, well, as I mentioned earlier, there's a state office of outdoor recreation. Uh, they were one of the organizers of the summit. I'm sure you work closely with them. I understand that Maine is only uh, one of a handful of states with an office of this kind. So, you know, what does that office do? How do you work with it? Why is it so important to Maine's outdoor economy and keeping us moving. Yeah, we uh, there's yeah, there's a handful of offices now around the country and all of them are, are a little bit different, but the goal really is to be forward thinking in terms of uh, outdoor advancing outdoor recreation at the state level. And in Maine, the, the focus is really around economic development. So the Office of Outdoor Recreation is, is within the Department of Economic and Community Development. And so um, Carolina Lett is a director. She's fantastic. And she works, you know, across all the different agencies connected to, to outdoor recreation and state government, but is really um, thinking about how are we supporting the outdoor recreation economy and what role is outdoor recreation playing in mm. growing Maine's outdoor, um, growing Maine's economy more broadly, right? I think there's a lot of, um, a lot of potential for us as a state when we think about how are we attracting talent and businesses and just improving the quality of life here in the state. Outdoor recreation is so central to that. And that's, um, you know, really one of the, one of the focuses of of the Office of Outdoor Recreation. And then is our, um, you know, is our main point of contact for uh, outdoor recreation businesses and, and seeing um, continued growth and support there as well. Yeah, it's great to have someone sort of embedded within state government, you know, I think really reflects, you know, these shared values we have in Maine, you know, protecting the environment and um, our outdoor spaces. 
Um, well, I wanted to shift to the summit, zoom out a little more broadly, touch on some of the topics that were talked about in, in the summit. Congrats again. It sounds like it was such a great event. Um, one of the first sessions covered the state of the outdoor industry uh, market and outdoor participation. Can you give us just sort of the lay of the land uh, where you see the industry now, what you heard at the summit and like where it's going? Yeah. Yeah. Kelly Davis from Outdoor Industry Association um, presented that session. She's a director of research and it was it was pretty fascinating, you know, looking at the national trends that we're seeing and and um, how Maine kind of fits fits into that. Obviously, with the pandemic, we've seen a huge surge in outdoor participation and um, related to that, right, uh, consumer and retail um, spending for outdoor recreation products. Um, our, you know, our friends up in Old Town making canoes, right, have have seen just a, a big boom of, mm. of folks buying canoes and kayaks, right? Um, and uh, so that's that's kind of been a trend that we've we've definitely seen. Um, now, sort of going forward, one of the things that we're really thinking about is uh, all of these new users to the outdoors. How do we retain them, right? What's that? Um, what's that kind of continued involvement look like? And how are we managing increased demand um, with, right. with regards to overcrowding? Right. Um, the there's folks that at the summit from friends of Acadia, and of course, like Acadia is a perfect example of a place where they've had to um, implement some some new um, vehicle reservation systems, right? To deal with overcrowding. And so that's, I think that's one of the, one of the trends and things that we're, we're seeing is just continued um, outdoor participation and growth. And then kind of what does that mean for us, um, for us going forward with managing the resource? Um, I, I, and I'll also say one of the other things that we're, we're seeing kind of broadly is also just the, um, the diversity of participants um, to the outdoors changing, right? Um, right? One of the things that Kelly talked about was how we're seeing um, seeing folks over 65 are becoming more active and getting outdoors. Um, and we're also seeing um, a more, uh, the, the kind of Gen Z crowd, right, is, is a more diverse um, group of the population is, is getting outside too. So we're, uh, that's one of the other things we're thinking about is just continued kind of demographic shifts and um, and what does that mean for us as an industry in terms of um, catering products and experiences to ultimately help you know more people get outside. Hmm. Wow, those are some great themes and like the lay of the land. Thank you so much. Well, NRCM's Forest and Wildlife Director Melanie Stern was at the summit and. She reported back, she really enjoyed some of those sessions on equitable outdoor access, um, outdoor recreation opportunities in rural communities. So, you know, what are some of the, what are some of those more specific issues or topics? Um, you talked about some of the trends, specific um, issues or topics that were addressed in the summit that you're really thinking about or want to sort of have a larger discussion about as we work together to support outdoor recreation in Maine. Yeah. It's a, there's a lot of, a lot of things discussed, you know, one of the, one of the topics that came up in a few different places was around workforce. Um, and with, uh, the industry growing and, and, um, Maine, I think as well, you know, more people, 
moving moving to Maine, which is from the pandemic, is something exciting we've seen. Um, thinking about how that impacts our workforce for the outdoor industry, looking at things like affordable housing and just attracting and retaining talent. Um, the thing, you know, thinking about what are the what are the job opportunities available in the industry now, and what are the things that are going to we're going to need. Um, the jobs and skill sets, you know, five years, 10 years down the line. And what are we doing as an industry to, to, to be um, helping kind of fill that pipeline, so to speak. Um, and so I think, you know, workforce is, is going to be a continued topic for us. Um, the thinking about just the managing increased demand for outdoor recreation um, is huge. Um, we also, you know, we did a series of kind of innovative ideas and stories. One of the things that came up was electrification of, of outdoor, um, outdoor recreation equipment, right? So uh, e-bikes are, are becoming huge. Um, thinking about electric snowmobiles, electric boats, I think that's a trend that we're going to, to be seeing and, and need to be thinking about from the, from the industry as well. Hmm. Yeah, uh, anyone who knows me knows I'm a big fan of e-bikes. So it's good. It's good to see there's demand for it and we're thinking about it. But yeah, it's it's really neat actually. Electric like cars take up a lot of the oxygen, but there have been some great stories that I've read, you know, in in, in newspapers here in Maine about like electric snowmobiles that people are testing out or electric boats on the lakes, you know. And so um it, it does seem that that sort of electrification trend is 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 sort of seeping its way everywhere, which is good news because some of those smaller engines, you know, are more are sort of more polluting. Absolutely, and I think sustainability is just a big um, a a big piece of of our of our industry now, and it's mm -hmm. going to be even more relevant going forward. There there's been um, a lot of discussion around. Uh, re reusing gear, right? And mm -hmm. sharing gear. Um, Main Gear Share presented at the at the summit, which is a new um, uh, gear library for Maine's trip leading organizations. So I think I think that's another piece too is just uh, electrification, thinking about the life cycle of the outdoor gear and equipment that we have too, and how are we keeping things um, in use uh, for longer. Yeah, I think one of the, th I mean, we talked about, there's just so many exciting businesses here in, in the outdoor recreation um, industry here in Maine. And, you know, you talk about sustainability and some of the things they're thinking about. I'm just always impressed too by, um, I think they just have that shared responsibility that a lot of Mainers have for the environment too. And they really, I find that a lot of business, you know, really take that responsibility um, to uh, protect these places that people are, you know, enjoying so much. And I just, I, I just like just reflecting, I think that's, um, it's just always, uh, it's, it's just awesome to see businesses stepping up like that. And, you know, working at a place like NRCM, you know, often they're just so excited to like partner with you or, or get involved because they recognize that connection. Right. Um, yeah, I think our you know our, our customer base as an industry it relies on places to to hike and to paddle and to camp and to climb and um, yeah. the, as we saw during the pandemic, right? The more people that are getting outside, um, that's 
that's good for the industry. We want to see that. And so I think it's, it's um, on us to be really, really supporting that and thinking about how are we increasing access to the outdoors? Yeah, for sure. Well, so I just wanted to wrap up, you know, um, now that our listeners have learned all about mob and the outdoor industry and these great businesses, I'm sure they're wondering, like, you know, how, how can they support the outdoor recreation industry here in Maine, all the jobs that it supports? So, like, what do you tell people when they like how to get involved in this industry, how to support this industry? Because it is so important to, you know, Maine now and in the future. Yeah, our website, MainOutdoorBrands.com, has a list of all of our members, I, 150 uh, businesses, organizations that are all, again, helping facilitate outdoor experiences in some way. So go and go and support those, those folks, right? Um, we have some amazing companies here in the state. And also, I would say just get outside, um, try <laughs> something new. I think we're so lucky to have just a, a diversity of outdoor recreation opportunities here. And um, there's there's just endless things to do. And I, we're, we're sort of winding down with fall, right? Folks are starting to look ahead to winter. And I would just challenge everyone to, to go out and try something new outside this winter um, and maybe go to a new place in the, in the state of Maine. Love that. Love that. Well, I'm not going to ask you to name your favorite main outdoor brand because it's like asking someone who their favorite child is. But but I'll ask you um, if, you know, if you have a favorite place or if you have a favorite activity or like, you know, is it, it for you? Is it like, you know, getting out for a hike or kayaking or running or whatever is do you have a favorite activity like your go to activity? Yeah. I, I do try to switch things up a lot, but I nice. am a big runner. Um, one of the, one of the trends actually we learned about at the summit was that trail running is really taking off. Um, oh, interesting. Becoming really popular. Um, I ran this past weekend, the MDI half marathon. Um, Congrats. Up, um, in Acadia. So that was, that was really fun. And yeah, I try to, I try to run all through the winter. So I'll, I'll bundle up and you'll see me out, out around the state. Talking about trail running, I mentioned I did that old spec Mahusik Notch hike. It was backpacking trip with my with my buddy, and then somebody who I know actually through e-bike stuff um, who lives in Portland was like, "Oh, we were just there. We didn't run it. We were we were trail running it in a day." I'm like, "Oh my, I can't I can't even imagine. Like it took it's hard enough for me to do in a couple of days, but um, that's really neat to hear that that's a, a trend." Well, Jenny, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Uh, I know you're wicked busy. That summit just wrapped up. Um, it was wonderful to learn about the work that you and your team do to support Maine's outdoor economy. Uh, so thanks to you for all your work and thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And I just also another special thanks to you, our listeners and NRCM for, uh, supporters in the coming weeks. We plan to bring you an analysis of the results of the no November election, what that means for Maine's environment, uh, much more. So, you know, please continue to tune in and subscribe. And as always, if you like what you heard, please share with your friends, family and neighbors or give us that good review to help spread the word. Thanks for listening to Maine Environment Frontline Voices. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe to our podcast or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and several other podcast listening apps. Since 1959, 
NRCM has been tapping into the power of the Maine people, science, and the law to protect and enhance the nature of Maine. To learn more about our work, visit nrcm.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.